The Point After Show. With your hosts Paul Lipko, Tom Lipko, Ed Skaruba, and Kavi the producer. The best goddamn fantasy football podcast around. Ready? Let's go. Hey yo! Thanks for tuning in once again to The Point After Show. I'm the host with the most fantasy disappointments, Eddie Skarupa. I'm joined alongside by Polly Bag of Walnuts Lipko and Tommy, I finally bet the under and won Lipko. Boom, baby! Joe Cavi, the producer, is out of town this week, but he's here in spirit and his, we presen- love you, his presence is felt. Uh, um, we are running the show alone with no producer right now. Yeah, this is going to be a gonna, disaster. We're going to have to pick up the slack. If you're hearing this, we actually somehow managed to figure out how to how to actually do this shit. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, it's our ninth episode. It's week nine. My fantasy hopes are in shambles. Uh, I don't know how you guys are doing, but I'm not looking good. I'm on a four-game heater, just an FYI. Mm-hmm. I'm back in the top six at number five. Double down. Oh, I would, obviously, you know I do that. I'm a gambler, so... Paul, I think um, our records are the same right now. Yeah, you have finally caught up to me. Uh, my two-game skid, Tommy's uh, Tommy's zombie worth of uh, lineup, which is basically like uh, they're, they're back from the dead, all of a sudden decides they wants to come alive with a four-game win streak. That was a great uh, uh, description of my team there. Yeah, they are a bunch of zombies. They're absolutely just that's terrible good, looking. Good joke there. Terrible. But he, that's just him being nervous. I just want to let you know. I'm not nervous, but I do I do want to give a shout-out to uh, to Pops this week, and I hope he absolutely dominates your team this week. I know you got him. He beat me two weeks ago. Uh, only week of the year I wouldn't root for him, so uh, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, now he has Matty Ice going tonight, and he's already off to a stellar week, so we'll see what happens from here. All right. What um, about you, Eddie? What about me? What about me? I don't know, man. How? What, what are you what doing? Are you, it's you're I one and seven. Say, I know one and seven. I was throwing out some. Wow, trade. that's all I gotta say is wow and giggle. I, I know, dude. Like that's I don't even. Like, I don't even. Like, I'm one and seven. I'm one and seven. Like it's mediocre. No, I don't even. Here's my mediocre. I'm trying so, to think about so it. So here's guys. the thing. In our league, in our league of record, How's I've never. Eight, Ed? What's no, the here's the thing. In our league of record, we never, we never had a team six and seven make the playoffs. Seven and six almost always makes it by. Points? points on a tiebreaker, but I've never seen a six and seven team make it. But this year, there's so many people getting injured. There's so many people on the IR. I Running think it's, I think it's still and, a crap. You have to win out back. and then hope you score the most points. Pretty Which much, might I happen. Think. You never know. It, I, it is. I never know. You know I Eddie, still Eddie's have... the only one with some running backs. I do. I have. Who like do you play this week? I have five running backs. Who are you playing this week? Um, who am I playing? T baggers. The T baggers. Oof, that's rough. Actually, no. Your mom's fantasy. Actually, no. Golden Tate. Why don't we just go through the list of the league? I just, now we know who Eddie's playing so in all three of his yeah. leagues. <laughs> Eddie's just rambling stuff uh, at this point. He's just naming it. No, those are the three people I've been It's your mom's with. fantasy with the teabaggers and the golden taints. Yeah. Eddie's getting I'm down getting, and dirty getting, with your mom. I'm getting with the team I'm playing with, the teams I made trades with. So, Do you guys want to uh, get into where the uh, listeners could uh, find us on social media, and then we'll get right into our first segment? All right, sure. They can find me at, on Twitter at E-S-K-O-R-U-P-A underscore P-A-S, Tom? And you can find me at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. And you can find me at Paul underscore the P-A show. And you can find the podcast on iTunes. Where else can we find the podcast? SoundCloud. You can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on our website, www.thepointaftershow.com. That's right. That's how he <laughs> fills it up. All uh, right. All right. Let's, uh, let's move to our first segment. We're going to do a little Q&A with our email and Twitter followers. 
Welcome to the PAS Holes question and answer session. Okay, guys, so we're going to get into our first question via email. Comes from Ricky from California. Ricky asks us, What's a better start this week? Mariota versus San Diego or Rivers versus Tennessee? Tom, you wanna you wanna lead us off with this one? Uh, I drafted the guy. I'm gonna go Mariota. I think the Titans offense is actually starting to get things rolling. Mariota's been putting up almost 30 fantasy points a week the last few weeks, the last couple weeks. You know, you throw like four weeks in there about. I definitely think Mariota is going to be the man there. I, I think he's going to be better than Phillip Rivers this week. That's just me. I'm biased. Like I said, I drafted him. Tennessee Titans has a better defense than San Diego Chargers defense. I'm going Mariota this week. I, uh, I, in my other Yahoo League, which I'm not one in seven in, I'm three and five. I have this exact same. Not much better, Eddie, though. Just for the. Or I'm no, I'm sorry, five and three. Five okay, and three, okay, five and three, okay. Five and three. I'll give you credit for that then. Yeah, five and three. Um, but I have actually the same predicament. I have both Rivers and Mariota. I mean, I think they're both going to have good weeks, but I'm going to go at Rivers at home just because he's only had three home games this year and he has seven touchdowns with one interception and one of those games was against the Broncos defense um, Titans have an underrated D I I don't see Rivers being flooded by the Titans this week no I agree uh, that was terrible yeah. uh, I agree <laughs> uh, I agree with the Rivers because um, I think that he you, you got to take the the, the the better quarterback all around he's playing at home and his last two out of three weeks he's played Denver so I mean he's he's gonna see a little bit a little bit downgrade of a defense this week with Tennessee um, I, I again I think uh, I'm gonna go rivers so it's not much of a downgrade Titans are pretty solid defense yeah that's year. a huge downgrade so uh, but anyway let, we've got two for uh, rivers and we got Tommy for Mariota Lone wolf next question comes from Shamir from England um, Shamir asks what is the better start this week Colin Kaepernick versus New Orleans or Cam Newton versus the Rams and although this sounded crazy when I first saw this uh, email, I actually had to like really dig into this one and think about it. I'm going cap, to be honest with you. I knew someone would. I, I had think a feeling. It's a good, of course he is. I think it's it's a good opportunity Anything. for cap to. It's a good opportunity for him to go against the defense. Like one the of the Saints worst defense D. in the NFL. Yeah, you know, so it's it's definitely an opportunity matchup here for him. That's why I guess you could kind of consider him, but at the end of the day, you got to go Cam Newton. He, he's he's going to be pretty pretty dominant this week. Yeah, the I'm, Rams aren't that good. No, I agree with you, T. Um, and I don't typically agree with you ever, uh, but I have to go Newton simply because he's just again. It's going back to you always play your studs. Kaepernick is is you know he's going to get you probably more yards on the ground than Newton will anymore. But he just can't throw the ball. I mean, he's averaging like 180 yards in his two games that he's actually played passing. Yeah, Cap Cap is junk. Everybody's high on him because he's here. The only reason people are talking about him at this point is because the whole protest, which I don't disagree or agree. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of neutral on this. But at the end of the day, that's the only reason people are talking about Cap. If they didn't talk about him, they probably would have never even started him out there in the 49ers. Blaine was playing better than Kaepernick was. I'm going Cam Newton this week. All right, so we got two Newton, and Eddie is the lone wolf for Cap. Uh, next question comes from Steve from Baltimore. Steve asks, Steve. Pick, <laughs> pick two for him. Not Steven. So not Steven, but Steve. Steve from Baltimore asks, pick two. 
He's got Devontae Booker this week. He's got Matt Forte, Terrence West, and Christine Michael. We have to pick two out of those four guys. Eddie, what do you go first? <clears throat> I like Forte. He's been on a tear the last two games. Miami's rush D stinks. I think he's going to keep on continuing like he has the last two weeks. Uh, actually, yeah, the last two weeks. Uh, Booker, he's my second pick in this. He should get a lot of touches in Oakland. Their their defense is just as piss poor as the, the Miami Dolphins. So, Tommy, what do you think on this one, bud? I definitely agree with Eddie with the Matt Forte pick. I I. I always spoke highly of this guy. I really liked him. He's got Miami this week. So, three touchdowns over the last two weeks again. Everybody said after the three touchdown game he had early in the season, he was done. He was washed up. Do we press the panic button on the guy? You know? He had a couple rough games. He had a couple rough games, but Everyone, who really doesn't? Yeah. You know, some people like Odell Beckham have rough games, and then you trade him away for Spencer Ware, you know? That's, no, I, that's, hindsight, that's a bad trade, but, I mean, that was a good trade. Where was that a good trade? Let's talk about that later. Right. You know, But I'm just using that as a comparison. Forte, I'm going with this week. I don't like Terrence West. I think this is the week Dixon gets some touches. Booker, eh, I'm going with Michael, Ed. I'm going to go with your boy, Christine Michael, this right. week. And hmm. Matt Forte are my two starts. All right, well, my two are the same as Eddie's. I'm going to go Devontae Booker, and I'm going to go Matt Forte. Devontae Booker, there's no one else in the backfield there. They have to just let him run and feed him. Matt Forte has been an absolute stud the last uh, two weeks, 182 uh, yards and three touchdowns. Um, and, and Miami gives up a lot of yards, 135 yards a game to, uh, to running backs. So I like Forte and Booker. Uh, Terrence West is a divisional game against our Steelers. Um, they're always tough grinding it out. And Christine Michael, I, I think last week he was was a, a sign that there's there's a little bit of worry right there with Christine Michael. He lost some carries. He lost some touches to C.J. Prosize last week. He so. lost more receptions to Prosize. No, nah, he lost carries too. Uh, and, and overall snaps. So. And Rawls isn't coming back. You know, And I guess we're only talking about this week, so it doesn't matter when Rawls is coming back. No. But I'm still going Christine Michael. Okay. So Matt Forte is a guarantee for you, bud. And then uh, between uh, Devontae Booker for me and Eddie. Yeah, two and, for Booker. So. Yeah, and Christine cool. Michael for Tommy. So moving on, we got Ricky from Chicago with Pick a Flex. By the way, congratulations if you're a Cubs fan. Uh, you are from Chicago, so it's a 50-50 if you're a Cubs or Sox fan. So. Uh, Ricky asks, pick me a flex. Devon, I'm sorry, Dante Moncrief, Tavon Austin, Duke Johnson, or Bilal Powell. And uh, I will start this train of uh, disaster that he has at flex. But uh, Disaster? I, I mean... I, I, I look at this list, I see potential. I definitely see potential, but <laughs> I, don't I, you see know, I see potential on a lot of things that don't really pan out. But I'm going to go Tavon Austin. So Tavon Austin for me is the guy here. Um, the Rams are going to be throwing a lot against Carolina. And uh, Carolina gives up the most points um, to wide receivers. So um, the other thing is, is, is you know, Gurley, I don't see Gurley being a huge factor in this game except maybe four or five catches in the air. So I'm going to go Tavon Austin. Uh, Eddie? Um, I'm going to have to agree. I, I would pick Tavon Austin as well out of these four. I mean, Moncrief, I think, depending on uh, the T.Y. Hilton situation, I think still Moncrief is going to get his 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 um, targets. But Tavon Austin, they don't have much of an offensive threat uh, receiving-wise. Duke Johnson, I have him. He is like an anal wart. Um, Whoa, that hurts. <laughs> Eddie, no, he's actually, a, I'm experiencing some difficulties <laughs> right now. No, he's a nuisance. You can't get rid of him. You don't know what to do with him. Uh, Bilal Powell, I, he's 
second to Forte. I'd still I'd go Tavon Austin all the way. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Tim? Oh, I'm going Dante Moncrief. Um, the Colts versus Green Bay this week. I think there's going to be a lot of points in the game, so he's going to have his opportunities. His first game back last week, he had nine targets. You know, he only caught four of the targets. Some were, you know, bad throws. One was for a touchdown, though. One was for a touchdown. Oh, yeah. You know, he didn't put up a a ton of points. But, again, touchdowns where you get your bread and butter every single week. I'm going Dante Moncrief this week versus Green Bay. Take him. Uh, I like. Uh, I, I do like Moncrief. He was a. He was an option for me, but I. I, I do like Austin a little bit better. Um, but I. I don't disagree with you. Moncrief is going to be all right too. So, uh, we got two for Tavon and one for Moncrief. Ricky. Uh, next, we go on to Angela from Florida, and she asks, "Who is the better start?" And I figure this should definitely put some. Uh, some gas on the fire here. <laughs> so she asks, "Who's a better start for her this week? Jay Ajayi or Theo Riddick? Jay Ajayi is playing the Jets. T." Theo Riddick is playing Minnesota. Who do you like this week between those two? Eh, I think this one's pretty easy. Eh. <laughs> I'm going to go Theo Riddick. He's my boy. Drafted him. That a boy. I got to stick with him. I got to throw the punches down in his trenches. I'm going Theo Riddick versus the Minnesota Vikings. They looked lousy last week. I agree. I'm going Theo Riddick. Jay Ajahi. I wanted to kind of pick him. Buster. I wanted to pick him. <laughs> But Jets have one, one uh, uh, the uh, uh, the a, a pretty pretty solid run defense. The best Not too run shabby. defense in the so league. So I'm going Riddick this week. I, I'm banking on him. I need him. It's just desperation also at the same time. I'm going Riddick with you, man. Uh, he's getting yes. carries right now. Yes. Uh, last week he saw the most carries out of the backfield. He obviously you know he catches the ball. He's you know he's the the best running back in the game probably See him catching the ball. Those, those guns. And here's the thing, like to your point, Minnesota got shredded last week by Jordan Howard. Yep. So don't be don't don't sleep on 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 Theo Riddick having a big game. Uh, I think I told you guys all last week. I think Ajayi is 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 he's trade bait. Get rid trade of him. Trade him because I think he's uh, I think he's on his downhill descent. And this starts it with the Jets. I'm defense. not agree. Oh, obviously there's he's not going to go uphill. I'm, I don't agree. Well, with I think you. he severely falls off. I think like, this is the start of it. Let's just. I, I don't think he puts ten question, points up. Severely. I don't think he even puts ten points up this week. Well, he's. No. What, okay, well, let's, we'll let's take this week we'll aside against the Jets. Under. Maybe we'll wait on that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll wait on that. Maybe Eddie has that one for us. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We'll find out. I guess. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with the and make it a trifecta. Boom. I'm gonna go Riddick. Oh my boy. Um, Love him. Minnesota's D as a whole, they're good, but against the run, they're not that good. All right. So let's go to. Um, let's you know. Let's let's go to our question of the week and finish this segment off. Um, the question of the week comes from Roberto from Vegas. And Roberto from... Roberto, v- do you need a roommate? Roberto from Las Vegas asks, he's in a half-point PPR league, and he is wondering, is he still worth rostering Cole Beasley? So here's some of the details, guys. He has a, He's in a 12-man league. Like I said, half-point PPR. His league plays two wide receivers and a flex, and they have five bench spots. So... Um, Eddie, you want to lead this one off? Please? Yeah, since I have Cole Beasley, um, half point PPR, which is the same. So there's kind of no league. bias here. Come no, on, right? no, okay. not at all. No, Eddie, um, Eddie's usually pretty neutral on no, that. No, I, I I'm not going to drop him. I'm going to keep him as a spot start if I need him. He's a good half point PPR player. He's going to get his eight, nine targets a game still. I don't think, um, you know, with Dez coming back, he's not going to get yards, but he's going to get those slants and those little uh, dump off uh, yardages. Here's my thing. As long as Dak Prescott is the quarterback in Dallas, 
you keep Cole Beasley. I think he last week they had a feed Dez, so Cole's numbers kind of decreased a little bit from what he was doing in past weeks. But at the end of the day, as long as Dak Prescott is the quarterback in Dallas, you go with Cole Beasley. Keep him on the squad. If Tony Romo comes back, keep him a week or so. And then, you know, if he's doing lousy, you dump him then. But definitely if Dak is the quarterback, keep him. No, I agree. I think uh, unanimous, unanimously, uh, Cole Beasley is a keeper on the roster, 12-man league. Um, there's no reason. To, uh, quite honestly, I mean, in most 12-man leagues, he might be a wide receiver three. And Witten, you yeah. Know? And I mean, Witten really yeah. is getting older and hasn't done a ton this year. You know, like, uh, I guess we should say Witten numbers. I know he had a touchdown last week, but other than that, you know, and Dez had a good week last week. Last week he had seven targets, Beasley did. You can't complain about seven targets. Um, You know, he didn't get himself into the end zone. Like I said, Dak's quarterback, you keep him. Only thing I would look forward, look at too, is uh, the fact that he does have, um, he has the uh, AFC North coming up for the next three games. So he plays the the Browns, the Steelers, and Baltimore, uh, which I think that's all the more reason to play him, man. As I I said that out loud. Baltimore's the only (laughs) pretty decent defense. That was one of those things, as I said out loud, I realized, I'm like, wow, that actually sounds pretty juicy. Cool. So, all right, guys, well, that finishes up our Q&A, and uh, we're going to break into our uh, top flex players next. All right, Paul, let's go on to uh, our flex position. Who, who do you like for the flex play this week? So I got three guys here that I like flex-wise this week, um, and we'll see what Tommy thinks of them. So starting off, I'm going to go with Quincy Inunua, um against Miami. Uh, Quincy has been pretty solid. Uh, he scored He scored in uh, consecutive games. Last week he had 11 targets, and let's be honest, he's playing Miami's poop defense that uh, gives up a lot of points to wide receivers. So I like Quincy Inunua as a uh, flex. What do you and think, I T? I agree with that, too. Uh, if you listen to our uh, my waiver wire segment last episode, I, I said pick up Quincy Inunua. He was averaging 17 fantasy points a game. Uh, I agree. And anybody that picked him up after that got rewarded with a nasty touchdown from him last week. I agree. Take yeah. him. Take him. He's, he's a good flex option this week. Uh, we already talked about my second guy earlier in the segment, but uh, Tavon Austin, I think, against Carolina is a great flex option. Um, he, I mean, he's used all over the field, and let's be honest, I think that the Rams are going to have to throw in this game. So I think there's multiple different ways for Tavon Austin to, to, to score you points between you know, running the ball in the backfield and, uh, and, and even receiving the ball. So, What do you think, Eddie? Uh, well, we kind of touched upon Tavon Austin earlier. I mean, Tav- or Carolina's D this week. Against opposing wide receivers is like putrid, abysmal. Is there another word to describe it? I don't think so. Um, Eddie, you're like and, a walking thesaurus, I feel. Yeah, like. well, and, come and off you know, like, the Carolina, the Carolina, they've been giving up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers this season. Yeah, and so, I mean, he has three target or three games of ten or more targets this year. So you guys are agreeing with Tavon's I, good? Yeah, I, yeah, I think he's he's a solid flex option if yeah, you have him absolutely. on your team. All right, and my last guy that I have is my sexy flexy is uh, Michael Thomas uh, from New Orleans, wide receiver, playing the San Francisco 49ers. Um, this guy has been pretty much standout all season. Um, he leads the team in receiving. He's second in targets. He's second in yards. He's second in touchdowns. Uh, who is this guy? He had 15 uh, receptions and a touchdown. Uh, I'm sorry, actually. No, <laughs> no I, he's my vote for the rookie of the year so far. I think he's a great 
asset to the New Orleans Saints offense. He's on pace for over a thousand yards, eighty-five uh, catch, yeah, receiving receptions. Receptions. That's another word to put it. Yeah. We're all messed up with yeah, our notes no. here. Uh, no, no. What I was six. trying to get at was that San Francisco has actually given up fifteen receiving touchdowns this year. Right. But I jacked up my notes about as bad as you did. So <laughs> how about we listen and see what Tommy says yeah. about Michael? Thomas? I, I think Michael Thomas is a beast. You take. Uh, the beast. <laughs> it only he's, took he's the 20-minute mark for Here's the first the beast if, to come if out. If he has Drew Brees, anybody that has Drew Brees as a quarterback has that opportunity of catching the ball. I have Drew Brees as a quarterback. A, I'm talking about wide receiver oh. in the NFL, not uh, podcast analyst in my basement. Well, you're a wide receiver. Uh, mm, that, don't, even, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's where we were going with this. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that. Uh... All right, how it about might that be anyway? a little bit true, anyway. but Michael right. Thomas is no, a good he, start. He's putting up wide receiver Listen, two numbers for your fantasy. Teams. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. and you know, but here's the thing, though. The only thing you have to think with Michael Thomas is <laughs> if Drew Brees is your quarterback and he loves to d- distribute the ball. When's you know he gonna have a down week or a down couple weeks? You, um, you know, you look at his receiver, Brandon I, Cooks. He might have a down. Breeze couple was weeks. asked about him this week, and he he seems eh, to love eh, him. He can't ask anymore. If you're a quarterback in the NFL, you have to say that of about course. all your receivers because they all have a big thing called egos. I like so him as a flex. Do you like him as a flex? I like him as a flex. Right. Yeah, definitely. great flex. Well then, yes. So let's just keep going. T, give me your three. Uh, I'm. I, I tweeted about it earlier this week. You know, with Steve Smith Senior sideline with some injury problems here. I think Mike Wallace versus the Pittsburgh Steelers Against is a former good team. A yeah. Former team. I love it. They didn't uh, want to give him a big contract. The revenge game. Oh, it's going I think Mike Wallace especially if Steve Smith is not back this week has a big week. Look for him. I agree. He has three games this year with over 17 fantasy points. I think against the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's hungry, he wants the ball. He's going to do some big things this week. I hate to admit it. I hate to say he's my flex option because I'm a Steelers fan, but if you have him or he's available and you're looking for something, get him. I say double-digit targets this week. No, I agree. I mean, if you look at the last four weeks, the Steelers have been absolutely torched in the secondary, so I don't – I mean, they had a bye. When aren't they torched in the secondary? That's been the problem the last seven (sighs) years. It's disheartening as a Steelers fan. All right, let's keep moving. Stop talking about that. I'm going to go with – we spoke about him earlier. I tried to make some trades for him this week. Dante Moncrief from the Colts versus Green Bay this week. He's going to be pretty solid. You look at the two games that he was healthy for, he had over 15 fantasy points in each game. On Well, on average, 15 fantasy points. I think another week where he has, uh, you know, solid. This is just another weapon for Andrew Luck, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. If he only had an offensive line, Dante Moncrief, who knows what he would do along with T.Y. Hill and the rest of the receiving core there. I'm going Dante Moncrief as my next flex player this week. I think Dante Moncrief is a good flex option. Um, the two full games that he's played this year, he has a touchdown in each game. I mean, that's what you can't ask for anything more than yeah, that. No, you know what it, I mean? Yeah. Um, he left. I mean, he did. He was injured for a few weeks, but I think you know with Ty dealing with his little ailment that he has, I think Moncrief is a good good play here. No, I agree. Um, I mean, Vegas has the over-under in this game at 54, so you know it's going to be a shootout. There's going to be points through the air, and uh, I think Moncrief has a uh, has a big game. And finally, I'm going to go back to my man. You called me out on it for having a little bromance for this guy last week and probably the week before because he had a solid game. Kendall Wright of the Tennessee Titans. 
you know, he has a big game versus San Diego this week. They're giving up the 12th most fantasy points this year. You know, you look at the two, the last two weeks, he's averaged over 16 fantasy points. Kendall Wright and the Tennessee Titans. Marcus Mariota starting to get in his rhythm. Kendall Wright's getting in his rhythm. I think this is a guy that you need to have on your team going forward as a flex option, a wide receiver three, wherever you could fit him into the lineup. You go out, you pick him up, you start him. Just Nike, just do it. No, I agree, um, 100%. And this is this is kind of a it's kind of a shitty segment because I feel like we agree to each other a lot on this segment. I know. Usually we but, argue yeah, a lot. Like but, we, but we these end up are, all red in the face, but, ready to fight. Eddie's these, breaking us up. Yeah, but no, these, these really are, these are good. These are really options. good flex, and they're options. not owned in a ton of leagues. No. So it's not. I like actually we're, went out we're just and, going, um, talking about guys on our team. I did go out in one of my other leagues and I did pick up Kendall Wright off the off the free agent market. I do like him. Um, I definitely think I need a flyer and a couple guys. So he's the guy to go with. Two TDs last three weeks. I'll take that. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up our top flex players. Again, just a quick rundown. We got Quincy Anunua, Mike Wallace, Tavon Austin, Dante Moncrief, Michael and Thomas. And my boy, Kendall, Kendall Wright. Wright. And uh, we're going to move on to Edwards Advice. Eddie. I give myself very good advice, but I very seldom. Follow it. All right. This is Eddie. I'm going to offer you a little bit of advice for all you listeners. Um, let me advice. ask you advice. Let, let me ask you a question. Would you trade an unopened bag of Starburst for a box of Raisinets? That's a toss up, right? Well, what if that bag of Raisinets was actually rabbit turds in a shady box disguised as Raisinets? Yeah, I didn't think so. Sounds like a trade from Tommy. <laughs> trade <laughs> deadlines are looming. And if you're towards the bottom of your league standings, you probably got offered some kind of goofball trade for that one and only bright spot on your team. Do me a favor and your league a favor. Evaluate that trade before you do anything stupid. You might be down and out, but that doesn't mean you need to get all click happy, hitting the accept trade box like it's the FU button on your phone when Sally Mae is calling about your past due account. Before you click accept, review both sides of the offer. Make sure it's at least somewhat legit. Because seriously, who would give up the unexplic- unexplainably juicy flavors of Starburst to nibble on little pieces of rabbit shit? Maybe some backcountry folk, but certainly not me. So keep that in mind the next week or two. These are my words of advice, and no one else's. Good luck, y'all. I'm coming over. I'm a stud, not a dud. And I'm gonna keep it up. I don't ask for much. We can do Bill Clinton stuff. All right, let's break into our studs and duds segment. Paul, what do you got? All right, so for my quarterback stud of the week, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has had seven touchdowns over the last two weeks. It seems like Stella's got her groove back. Uh, we were worried about him two, Don't three say weeks we. ago. Uh, I think everybody was worried about him. Listen to the previous podcast. Everybody was a little shaky. Um, the nice thing for him is uh, on top of the fact that he's got back-to-back solid weeks, he gets the roll into Indianapolis, who has given up the fifth most po- fantasy points to quarterbacks. So I love Aaron Rodgers as my stud of the week. T? I can't disagree with that. Aaron Rodgers, I just tried to trade for him with your mom's fantasy today, but... You know, at the Halloween party, at the Halloween party, he was a little buzzed up and said, "Send me anything for Rogers." He was desperate, uh, and then this tonight, he was like, oh, I, "I can't trade away Rogers." And yeah, I can't blame him. Came but back down to earth and realized. Hopefully, he doesn't listen to the podcast because I want him to still make that trade. I'm hoping he does. Yeah, I hope so too because we need listeners. Yeah, no, I'm just joking, but we do. Every um, listener, every <laughs> listener matters. 
that's so terrible. so my uh, so my dud quarterback is going to be Matt Stafford. Don't even say it. I know he's your Don't man. Even bring it up. But he's playing Minnesota. They have only given up two touchdowns or more to one quarterback all year long. So I don't think this is going to be the week that Matt Stafford puts up a ton of points. I have him as a dud. A dud. He's a dud. Like, what do you consider a dud? Just let me hear he's not. A, he's not a top 12 quarterback. That's a dud because he means he's not startable in a 12-man league. I mean, if they are down, they're going to have to throw. I just hope Stafford can find his receivers. I do think we already talked about it, but I think Riddick's going to have a big game because the Minnesota rush D is not as good as their pass D. And their pass D was kind of uh, exposed last week. Uh, they were away. They Jay weren't Cutler, home, though. Jay home Cutler was... coming back after a long injury. You know, he had two, what, 60 yards passing, a touchdown. But, you know, again, I think he could have done a lot more if needed because the defense looked lousy. Like we spoke about earlier, Jordan Howard had the big game, so they really didn't need to go to the pass offense. I definitely think the Minnesota Vikings team as a whole was exposed. But here's the thing. That's they why Norv Turner went out and resigned this week. He a, said, I'm getting out right they now. They had a pass offense, okay? They had a rush offense. Chicago had an actual running game going, which then had to bring guys in a little bit more to worry about the run. Let's be honest, dude. Den- I mean, uh, Detroit does not have a potent run offense. It's going to be... Stafford dropping back probably 40-plus times, and it's not that hard to drop guys in the coverage. I think if you let I Stafford think he has, drop 40 times, you wanna, I think you want to make a, you wanna make a, you wanna make a little wager? Ooh. What do you want to bet? I will bet you a case of good beer. Ooh. What's good beer? Keystone like, Light. I was thinking that. Right, just ice. listen. A case of any beer. A case of beer. No, good beer. All right, case of beer for that Stafford throws more picks than he has touchdowns. I'll take that right now. All right. Good beer. Yep. Good beer. All right. Let's keep going. You guys, guys. heard it. So let's move on to my running back stud is DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray has been an absolute monster. I'm not going to steal Tommy's word. He's been a monster this week. Uh, (laughs) San Diego gives up the fifth most fantasy points to running back. uh, And DeMarco Murray pretty much just gets fed. Uh, I know that Zeke likes to use that, make that little motion, feed me. Everybody has been using that since like the 90s now. Everybody's been spooning soup into their mouth lately. But DeMarco Murray has averaged 23 carries a game over the last five weeks. He is getting he's getting fed. He's an animal. I won't use beast either. Nah. But he is an animal. I'll, I'll lend it to you guys. <laughs> no, I anybody want to borrow it? No. I'll trademark it for you and then sell it to you. Yeah, for what? Like another six hundred? Four or seven hundred dollars. And then more processing fees. You never met a, a guy that complains more that hasn't paid a dime yeah, yet. I don't so. even want the rent to you own or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I agree. DeMarco Murray, you listened to our previous podcast. We've all spoke highly of the guy. He's definitely solid. And the Titans' offense is getting better each and every week, so that only presents more opportunities as the passing game gets better. You know, the defense has to drop back into pass coverage a little more often and opens up some more running lanes for DeMarco Murray. All right, so DeMarco Murray is our stud. Uh, My dud of the week is going to be LaShawn McCoy. Um, Who has him? I do. Yeah! Um, He is right now, he's he's iffy to play, but it looks more on the side of he will play unless something changes in the next day or two. But he's a Monday night game. It's not something that you really want to be banking your team on winning on Monday no. night. If you have him on your team and he's a Monday night game and he's still what up do you in do the with air them? on well, Sunday, you, you, you got to put somebody you, in at well, the 4 the o'clock if you don't have, the latest. If you don't have Gill, 
then you have to have him changed out. Yeah. You can't yeah. depend on that. That's, that's what hurts. But if you have Gil, you're fine. So, yeah. But he doesn't, you're not fine because... I wouldn't even say fine. Yeah, yeah, you're not fine because if that's what you're depending on, like me this week, they play Seattle. Seattle is just completely ridiculous against running backs in fantasy yeah. world. So and even it's if not you have be Gil, good. you have... And, and, Unless you have a sizable lead going into the 4 o'clock games, you're you're starting to panic, and you must start a 4 o'clock running back. I'm not worried about it. At the end of the day, I, I agree with you. He's a dud. I think that you should, if, if, if you have the ability to, to, to replace him out, do it. Um, that's me. So let's move on to the wide receivers, keeping the flow. And this is Tommy's boy. I know he'll be excited Ooh. to hear this. But my stud wide receiver of the week is Jarvis Landry. I know I dog this guy for good reason every week. He deserves it. But, hey, you know what? Two times a year he gets to play the Jets. This is one of them. (laughs) Uh, Jets have given up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers, and I expect Miami to throw a lot. No, uh, no, No Cameron Jordan again this week. Um, so I think they're going to be just, they're going to be throwing. And I think that Landry is going to be the recipient of a lot of it. Yeah, he gets, this guy gets his targets every single yeah, week. Yeah, we, we know. We get it. You don't I have love to go into All right, I love him. All right. Tommy, Tommy, just assume Tommy agrees with that one. Eddie. You could have said anybody from my team. You could have picked Sterling If Shepherd I pick I anybody off of your team, Stun. I know I'm golden. I won't get bitched at. <laughs> no, I, and I, I do like Landry, and I know coming up we have another person, a wide receiver from the Miami Dolphins that's on your sleepers list. Um, but I, I – the rush D for the New or yeah the New York Jets is good. Their pass defense is horrible. I say Landry gets at least ten targets, maybe touchdown or two. I think he's a solid play. I think the scotch is getting you with two. Yeah, I don't know the hey. two touchdowns. I'm <laughs> praying for one. <laughs> All right, yeah, you heard it here. Right yeah. One. yeah, if it happens, Eddie gave you that tip. Let's go to my dud of the week. Uh, this is in honor of our boy, the the fourth member of the fantasy four horsemen, Cavi. He's not here. I feel safe saying it. Amari Cooper comes back down to earth this week. He is a dud. He uh, He's limited in practice this week. I expect him still to play. He's got some back issues. But more importantly than that, he's playing Denver. There's no fly zone in Denver. No wide receiver one does really well in Denver. Um, so I As think Cavi Amari said, Cooper, is he a wide receiver one or a wide receiver two? Well, let me tell know. you that half let a me, point let behind. Let me let me, let me put this, let me put this question to rest. I played Cavi last week. He's a wide receiver yeah, one. <laughs> that's for sure. Last week he was. Yeah. Anyway. So, all right. So let me move over to my tight ends and my stud. tight ends. My Are we stud- talking about fantasy football or uh, flag football here? Tommy hasn't seen a H-Y-P? tight end in a while. The HYP flag football team, the tight ends. The tight end. So my stud tight end of the week um, is Dennis Pitta. Guys, not a lot to work with here because, quite honestly, a lot of the stud tight ends are on bye this week, Gronk being one of them. So uh, Jordan Reed's another one. A lot of stud tight ends on bye. Not a lot to work with here, but if you have to go with somebody, fly Dennis Pitta. He's playing my boys in Pittsburgh who give up the 10th most points to tight ends. And uh, the last two games, man, uh, outside of his bye last week, but his prior two games of that, he's been targeted 10 times each game. Uh, he gets fed. With Steve Smith Sr. out, I think they can't throw the ball every time. Throw to, it. Throw it. They can't throw the ball every time. 3-2-1. <laughs> to, uh, to Mike Wallace, I think Dennis Pitta will get his targets. I'm going to actually go away from Dennis Pitta this week, and I and I kind of agree I with really you hope pick. he scores like three touchdowns this week. Of course, everybody hates me. So get in line if you're a follower and you hate me too. But I'm going with Jason Witten this week. I think 
they're playing Cleveland first off. Witten had a little touchdown, so Dak has a little sniff of what Witten can do, other than the blocking to protect his ass while he's back in the pocket or running the ball. I think Jason Witten's going to have a breakout week this week. I'm saying against the Cleveland Browns, he's going to have 80 receiving yards, and I'm going to go with Eddie here. I'm going to say two touchdowns. All right, well, there's uh, Stone Tommy. So let's keep moving to my duds. Uh, my dud tight end is Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, Seattle is has has just been up and down so bad this this year. He's playing Buffalo on Monday night. Like a Lakeland cheerleader. Wow, that'd be my wife. Uh, Buffalo's seventh fewest Wasn't fantasy specific. points to tight ends this year. So Buffalo does not give up a lot of points to the tight end position. Um, unlike Tommy, who will give up his tight end to anything. So uh, and he does only he only, they have only given up one touchdown all year to tight ends. I don't think that this is going to be the week that Buffalo gives up its second. I think Jimmy Graham has a mediocre week of maybe four catches and 30, 40 yards. I think he's going to go from Jimmy Graham to James Graham because James is less uh, manly. Wow, wow, <laughs> I like that Ed, but I disagree. I think Jimmy Graham's going to have a decent week this week. I think versus Buffalo, I know they're not giving up you know the most points to tight ends. But I think Jimmy Graham gets back in the offense. Russell Wilson gets things rolling because everybody's down on him and the offense and Pete Carroll. I think this is the week Jimmy Graham gets back involved with the offense and gets back to those 90-yard games. Might get in the end zone. I think he's getting in the end zone this week. Put him up. All right, guys. Well, that's our studs and duds segment for the week. And uh, next up is going to be what, Eddie? Our uh, head-to-head, where I'm going to ask Tommy and Paul a couple questions that I have here and see what their uh, answers are. And hopefully they have some. And if all goes well, if all goes well, I'll be right and just punch Tommy in the face. Ouch. It's all in my head. All right, Paul, Tommy. What wide receiver drafted in the third round or later this year would you like to target in next year's draft? Paul, you go first. So what wide receiver in third round or later would I target next year? I'm going to say Terrell Pryor. Um, I think I think he's... A Brown? Yeah. I, I think that Terrell Pryor is is an absolute monster of an athlete. Um, I th- he's, he's averaging right now Look just shy. Team. He's averaging just shy of 10 targets a game. Um, you know, he's he's 67 yards a game. It's not, it's not crazy statistics, but... You gotta understand what's going on with that team. They're on their sixth quarterback of the year. One of them was actually him for a hot minute. I got minute. a question, real quick. Well, let me finish. Let Just me real quick. What? Not you, Eddie. What? What do we consider uh, target next year? Like somebody that you're like, gonna put you want to get. Somebody that win, doesn't matter. Somebody that you really want. Yeah. Who do you want? So who next do you year? really hope in you the, get? It could be anything. Like, it could be in any round. Like, in any round, you just hope you get that guy. You're you're targeting him. Okay. Like so, I, I was targeting Darren Sproles in like the tenth round, and I got him that that that. that okay, that works. You know what I mean? So I mean, again, think about this. Cleveland is, I think, personally, Cleveland found a better wide receiver than Josh Gordon. They lost Josh Gordon. I think Terrell Pryor is a better receiver. Physically, he's a monster. Um, he's six foot four, two hundred twenty three pounds. Think about this. So Terrell Pryor started off as a quarterback. He never really got any true recognition as a wide receiver. This is his first full year as a wide receiver. Now he's playing the wide receiver one role, which is not the easiest because you're getting the toughest matchups. He's six foot four, 223 pounds. Think about this. Calvin Johnson, 
is six foot five, two hundred thirty pounds, and Julio Jones was six foot three, two hundred twenty pounds. He falls right directly in the middle of both those two guys for size. As a wide receiver, those two are monsters, and Calvin was a monster. Like, I don't know, man. I think that Terrell Pryor is going to be a top ten wide receiver next year, uh, and I'm targeting him. I'm going to try and target him early. I truly believe that. I think Cleveland gets better next year too. I just hope they figure out the quarterback situation and stop trading draft picks away. What about you, Tom? Yeah, Tom, what do you got? You're gonna. I just want to ask one question about yours. You're gonna say that Terrell Pryor's gonna be top ten receiver next year? Yeah. Like top ten in all of. He's NFL. gonna be a top ten wide receiver next year. Not in draft, just overall. No, just overall. I think he's gonna be a top ten wide receiver. All right, for my guy, I'm gonna target him. I definitely would like to get him second, third round, the latest. I'm gonna go. Let's see if Eddie has this right because he guessed. <laughs> And I don't think he does. I'm going Amari Cooper. Okay. Oh, wow. No. I no? I Wasn't didn't. Amari Cooper drafted no. in the first two rounds this year? No. He's drafted in the third round. Oh, wow. Big stretch there. Well, <clears throat> we said third rounder. I, did, I, I, had, I, had, I, had, I had Jameson Crowder. He did have Jameson Crowder. That's which, why I asked the question. All right. Like, it's fair. What, you know, did anybody draft Jameson Crowder? I don't it doesn't matter. Don't he was drafted. It doesn't matter. He's after. We said, no, we said somebody we after. We said the third round drafted. All right. Third rounder okay. later. Right. Whatever, man. Right. We know so that's why yeah, yeah. anybody right. after you the third round. You can disagree with whatever you want. Anybody no, after no, the third no, round. I, I like but your... you said drafted. Third well, I'm round glad you. Later. I'm glad you went deep so there. I didn't go. Amari Cooper. I went with the stretch here. Go ahead. Now it's a stretch. You're right. Yeah. Third rounder later for sure. Okay. So you went third round. Go ahead. Why do you like him? I mean, if I have to ask that question, because he's a wide receiver one. Do whatever you want. That's fine. If you want, Ed, ask a more specific question next week, so I'm not <laughs> all right, all right. freaking... All right, and uh, ask the second part of the question. Part, let me... Well, we all know why. Okay. He's at wide receiver right. one. Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Go no, ahead. we're good. We're good. No, go. next. Do you have nothing to say? No, just more right. Cooper. All right. Uh, enough said. Okay, second part of the question. Uh, what wide receiver that went in the first two rounds this year are you looking to avoid drafting next year? Tom, I'm going to start it with you this time. Brandon Marshall. Good call. B. Marsh? I, yep. I agree with you. Draft him later. Yeah, I agree. That's it? I I, I mean, that's self-explanatory. He's just been... He's, he's and the Jets yeah. are struggling. I'm going to go Keenan Allen. Um, Keenan Allen was second round, number seven wide receiver picked overall this year. Tier two wide receiver. I don't know why. Um, he's missed 26 regular season games in four years. Uh, it, it, there's no reason. He's, he's an injury disaster uh, I, I have no interest in him whatsoever in the first two the first uh, I don't have interest in him at all next year I hope he never ends up on my team so that's who I got Keenan Allen alright well if I had to you don't pick, you don't sound pleased or you don't like those answers or? no I do I, I okay. do like both answers right. I mean I I guess I should have made my answer my questions more specific specifically the first one sorry I burped but um, I would go with DeAndre Hopkins as the wide receiver that went fir- in the first two rounds that I'm looking to avoid drafting next year. And I like Michael Thomas as the wide receiver that was drafted. Maybe not even drafted. I think he was, though. I think he was, too, by me. Um, for uh, the later rounds, but earlier next year. So that's one. I like Michael Thomas. I, I disagree with you on D Hops. I think D Hops has a ton of skill. You see him make some of these ridiculous catches. He just needs that quarterback figured out, and hopefully um, next year they're a little bit more in sync with each All right. other. Let's go to over Not under. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> uh, 
98 degrees. All right, over under. Over and under. All right, Paul. Over under Demarius Thomas at Oakland. 13 fantasy points. I'm going to go um I'm going to go over 13 points for him. Uh, I think he actually I think he finds the end zone this week. Okay. I can see that. Tom. I'm going to say under on this one. I think uh you know they really haven't done much. If if they don't get in the end zone, the Denver receivers really don't do shit in fantasy leagues this year for you. I know uh They've both been doing pretty solid, but I'm going to say under. I'm going to say he has around 10 fantasy points. Again, like 80 yards, couple catches, doesn't find the end zone. I think that's a good number. I think I think 13 points, it could be hit or miss. I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to get actually I think more. that it's all relying on a touchdown right now. Yeah, I think so too. All right, um, running back, this one's for Tommy. Jay Ajayi, or Ajayi, I don't even know how to say his name. It's... French to me versus the Jets. Eleven points over under. Eleven points. Um, I'm gonna say over on this one. I know he had Arian Foster there that had the backfield locked up for the first couple weeks there, and then they went to running back by committee. Then the coach said he's gonna go with just one running back, and Ajahi was the man going there. Two hundred rushing yards in two back-to-back games. I think I don't think he's obviously going to put up those numbers, but I think he definitely goes over 11 fantasy points this week. I'm going to say he's probably going to have 70 yards and a touchdown. I think earlier in the show I said he goes under this number. Um, you said 10 points. Yeah, I did say under 10. I think 11 is a pretty solid number. I hate to go against what I said earlier. So I'm going to actually go under 11. Um, I think that he probably – agreed. Yeah, I, I I definitely think he goes. No, you said over, right? Yeah, you didn't say over. Yeah. Messing with you. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go under 11. Um, I, I I think this is the week he comes back down to earth. All right, uh, Derek Carr home against the Denver Broncos, over under 17 fantasy points. I'm gonna go under dramatically under. I think he uh, I think he scores single digits this week. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to disagree. I know Denver That's has a, a surprise. Denver has a great defense, but I hate my brother more than the Denver's defense. I think I think he's definitely going to have two touchdowns this week. I uh, I, I I can't see him going under what you say at 17. I can't see him going under 17. He's he's finding the groove. Jack Del Rio has all the confidence in the world Stella? in the guy. So would you say 18? If I said 18, I was going to say 17 and a half <laughs> fancy points. I'm gonna, and you I'm know, Tommy always that. takes the over. I, uh, nah, You're hot nah, on the unders lately. I've, I've, I've had You're two unders, unders the last two weeks, so get off me. All right. <laughs> so I'm going with Derek Carr. Definitely go for it. <laughs> You're going over on Derek Carr? Over. He's got it. Yep. All right. Delaney Walker at San Diego, 10 points over San under. Diego, what does that mean, Ed? Whale's vagina. Yeah, WV. <laughs> what was the number? Uh, 10 points. All right. T? T versus San Diego. San Diego's like middle of the pack defense against this position. I think that San Diego can't really contain Delaney Walker. Like, he is one of Mariota's best weapons when it comes to the passing game. I think he's going over. I think PPR he goes over. Definitely. 
I have him. I have him in a different league as my primary tight end. I hope he goes over. Um, I know he he uh, he didn't finish practice today. That makes me a little bit worried, but I think he's still gonna play. I'm gonna put him over also ten because I have him and I need him. To yeah. Be. All so. right. This is a this is a guy we might have touched on earlier. We're not sure. Jordy Nelson versus Indianapolis Colts Ooh. over under fourteen points. I'm going to start this one off by saying under. I think Jordy Nelson, I said it on Twitter today, I think Jordy Nelson comes back down to earth. Uh, and I think he I think he has an all right game. I think he hits around like the 10 to 11 mark, but I don't think he goes into the end zone. I don't think he gets 14. He said this on my Twitter account this week because I put up the the survey with who's going to be the biggest dud. So I had an I don't know, inkling. it was a competition. No, no, but I had an inkling that he might be a dud. But I'm not going to go as much as a dud as Paul believes he's going to be. Ed, what did you say on this one? 14 points. 14 points. I think this is going to be an over because he's going to get a big catch. I think he's going to have, like, a red zone touchdown, but I think he's going to get a big catch for, like, 50 yards. So you top that on top of a, a, a red zone touchdown. He's going to go over the fanti- fan, uh, the 14 fantasy points, but not by much. Around 17, 18 fantasy points this week, I think Jordan Nelson has. Wow, so not a dud. High. Not a 17 dud. or 18 fantasy points. Yeah, Woo! with that touchdown. With the it's touchdown. a monster game. It's nah, not a All monster right. game. I think, I think I, the only reason I'm saying it's not a monster game. game is because I don't think he has the receptions and, and everything like that for the game. I think it's going to be one long one and a red zone touchdown. I think he's only having, like, big... Four four receptions or so, but he's gonna have about For like eighty yards, 80 and, a yards and a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we got two left here on my list. Uh, actually, one left. Le'Veon Bell at Baltimore. This, all these projections were ridiculously high for this guy, but um, I'm gonna go eighteen points over under at Baltimore. And this one starts with me. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm gonna. God, Ed. Damn it. You call me out on this every week, Tommy. I only bet the over Lipco. <laughs> I'm going the over again. So uh, let me count this listen, now. One, listen, two, this three, is li- five out of six you went over. <laughs> that is about I, right. Yeah, that is about right. Look at what I bet on the football games lately. I've taken a ton of unders in the last couple weeks because Eddie called me out and he won <laughs> me a bunch of money, so I want to thank him. <laughs> So I'm going Le'Veon Bell with this, with the over. You look at the last four weeks since he's been back, he's been averaging around 19 fantasy points. And, Ed, you said what? 18. 18. I think he's going to go over. It's a big rivalry here. He's going to have a bunch of catches out of the backfield, especially with my man. And we predicted this here at the point after show that Ben Roethlisberger would not be out four to six weeks. He'd be out a week plus the bye, and he'd be back. And this guy is on target to be back, says the coach. I think that Le'Veon Bell. Well, unfortunately, I am going to agree with you. I think Le'Veon oh, Bell. Wow. I think Bell does go yeah. 18 points. Um, I think that they're going to probably ride him pretty heavy this week. Let's not use that one next week. Um, yeah, I think it's, a, like you said, a division game. You know, Baltimore and uh, the Steelers are smash-mouth football when they play each other. And I think Le'Veon Bell just steps up big in this game, and I think he goes over 18 points. So uh, that's it. All right, let's move on to our next segment. It's a bromance, bromance. Wow. Good job, Tom. You just let us into this one. That wasn't Tom. That was Dom. 
Who's our friend? Dom DeLuise, it sounds like. <laughs> or, eating a turkey. Or Brom DeLuise. All right, Tom, lead us off with your bromance segment here, and uh, let's see who you're crushing on this oh, week, I'm, Manny. Let me tell Manny you was. who I'm crushing on. You know, I love this guy. I don't have him on my team. I don't know if I'd start him because I have Matt Stafford, but I definitely have a bromance for you, Dak Prescott. You've been averaging 22 fantasy points a game. You have Cleveland, Pitt, Baltimore, and Washington coming up. So you have some gravy-esque games. You finally convinced Jerry Jones that Tony Romo is not the guy going forward in Dallas. And you're a rookie. You're on a six-game winning streak, and you've led Dallas to a 6-1 and record, which I can't even remember when they've had that last i love you dak prescott you have more fantasy points than philip rivers blake bortles cam newton carson palmer eli manning and russell wilson you've had these guys drafted as some of the top 10 fantasy quarterbacks philip rivers you stink (laughs) dak prescott you're the man and we now officially have a bromance we are all now officially retarded for listening to that part of the segment. That wow. was the longest thing I've ever heard in my life. I didn't even know where you were going to land that plane. I was going to land on your fucking... <laughs> Holy you know what, man? I... Oh, oh, dude, that was awesome. That was great. <laughs> That we were supposed to have bromance. We are. That was, that was a great bromance. Paul, what's your bromance? That, that you could have gotten bromanced and divorced all in that time. Yeah, and I gave him half Holy my shit. I don't, I'm still trying to figure that part out. Well... <laughs> I will uh, I will go with the other half of Tommy's bromance, and I'll take Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's. You can't even talk. Yeah, I can't because that was awesome. Dak Prescott's uh, counterpart in Dallas. I'm gonna go. My bromance is with Zeke uh, Elliott. Zeke leads the league with 799 rushing yards coming into the weekend. He's fourth in total attempts, and he's first in attempts per game at 22 and a half attempts per game rushing the ball. Which is, I, again, I, I still think his wheels are falling off by the 13th week. But as of right now, ride that bull. Uh, he's averaging 10 yards per reception for, on the year. Five touchdowns on the season. He gets to play Cleveland this week, who gives up the fourth most points to running backs. Um, I think that Cleveland is playing, uh, or I'm sorry, I think Dallas will be playing with the lead most of this game. So I, I assume that they're just going to continue to feed him the ball. My prediction for Zeke this week is 134 yards through the, on the ground, two touchdowns, and 30 yards in the air. He is my bromance, Zeke Elliott. Eddie. All right. Uh, yeah, this is my bromance. I'm going Big Ben Roethlisberger. I love him. Love him. Coming love back him. Coming back as borderline crippled. Uh, Big Ben is... What season doesn't he do that? No, I know. It's a divisional game, though. Steelers are desperate for a win. And I'm desperate for a win. I have Antonio Brown, so they have a good connection. They have a good... And we still got one more week of you losing a trade for him. Hey, I'm not trading for him. I'm hoping <laughs> that he wins me my 50 bucks back. You can't for trade top, for top. him. You have him. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to win the 50 bucks that the top wide receiver gets. So, anyway, Big Ben's going to come back straight up, tiny timing it, or tiny timing it out there. Um, he's going to put up 350 yards, three TDs. And that's my bromance. Poor this week. little Ting Ting. 
Um, that's all we got for you guys today. Thanks for listening to the Point After Show. Please subscribe to our iTunes. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Point After Show. My Twitter, once again, is at E-S-K-O-R-U-P-A underscore P-A-S. Tom, what's yours? I'm at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. Smoke. And I am Paul underscore the P-A show. Uh, You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And once again, please subscribe to us on iTunes. And you can also send us your questions, comments, hate mail, love mail, whatever, to thepointaftershow at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. And if you have made it this far, we love you. (laughs) Yeah. This is the song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just because this is the song that This is the song that... Charlie, horse! No, no, stop, stop, stop. Charlie, stop. I want you to go away. Go away. And don't slam the... Door.